Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you on this very special day, Holy Father God. Not only that you have given us an opportunity to rise once more, Lord, but this is the day that we celebrate the living Savior. And we pray, Heavenly Father God, and thank you that we have one more opportunity to celebrate you for saving and resurrecting each one of us, Lord, on this day. We pray, Heavenly Father God, that as we go into this full service of today, that your Holy Spirit will be within the midst, Lord. Hell, my understanding unto us what it means to be a follower of you, what it means to be in love with you, what it means to be obedient. Yes, Lord. Our Lord and our Savior, teach us, O oh God, and guide us on this day so that we can be a light that all men may see your grace, your love, and your mercy through us, Lord. Touch and teach us. Touch the speaker. Touch each person, O Father God, that is leading on today. In your son Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Our thought for today is, the water baptism has multiple operations. Okay. And if someone would like to read Acts chapter 2, verse 38, please. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you for that reading, sis. So let's go back to the top of verse 38. So Peter is the one that Jesus gave the keys to the kingdom, and he says, and this is, the Holy Ghost had come. This is the 50th day, the day of Pentecost. The Holy Ghost fell on them. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And Peter stands up, and he says to them, repent. So he, he gives instructions to repent. And when you have true repentance, it prepares your heart to receive the word, which is able to save you and keep you from falling. Yeah. The thought is the baptism, water baptism, is a multiple operation. It is a spiritual operation that God performs on the heart that transforms men, and that way, that is how they're no longer the old man. They become the new man. And then we're going to read Romans 10 and 10 because it starts with the heart. It's, and everything really starts with the heart. When a man does evil, it starts with his heart. And so when we do what God's word says, then we will have more or better results. And I don't think we're getting the results that God, the greater works we're not seeing it because we're not doing what God's word says we should do. For with the heart man believes unto what? Righteousness. Righteousness. These are preparations of the heart so that change can come. You believe, but what are you believing? It's not the news that you hear on the, the, the television, you believe the word of God. Word, hallelujah, the word of God. So with mm-hmm. the heart, man believes the word of God unto righteousness, and then with the mouth. Because when you say you believe something, then the confession is made. But confession to what? Because there, there are a lot of people speaking a lot of gossip, but they're not speaking the gospel. 
Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. why there is no change. I can go up to that pulpit and just tell you about my whole day of all the things that happened to me. That's not going to set anybody free. That's why we got to speak the word. And that's mm-hmm. why he gave us it's Amen. the word. And they said a long time, it's the word. It will keep you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not spending enough time in the word. So when you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and when you are water baptized, many ministers, there's just a famous saying, upon the confession of your faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his death, his burial, and his resurrection, all three of them, if you believe those things, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Today is Resurrection Sunday, but unless you are buried with him, you don't even get into the family. And you don't even have a lot of preachers speaking about water baptism. They will, they will, they will, what they will do is call for souls. They will call for souls to come to get prayer, call for souls for a confession, but then they don't take them to the water. And the Lord Jesus said, except you be born of what? Of water and water. Spirit. spirit. All mm-hmm. You confess yeah. with your mouth. You repent with your heart. You confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And if you want to get in the family, you have to do it exactly the way he says. So confession is made unto salvation. And we're confessing in those three things, the death, burial, and resurrection. People are celebrating today as Easter, but they don't really understand the resurrection, what it means. Because, see, you, you, you may understand, oh, he died for me, and I believe he's my Lord and Savior, but no, he rose. Because if Jesus hadn't rose, that's where the power comes from. He rose from the grave, and then he, as a sacrificial lamb, the lamb of God, he took his blood and that body that God gave him and offered uh-huh. him that sacrifice for us. And that is more powerful than the death, because had he died and stayed in the grave, we would still be lost. Amen. And the resurrection all go together. They all go together. So let's go on. So when you repent, and remember, that repentance is preparation of the heart is true repentance. Then, and you go down in Jesus' name. So you repent, you, you believe, you confess. And then the man or woman of God takes you down in Jesus' name. This operation takes place. But guess what? The operation is really taking place when that worry hits you. Mm -hmm. It takes place even before you go to the water. That's why when some people get dressed, they're they're weeping because God has done something to them and touched their heart. And they don't even know what's Uh going on. Operation taking place. It's an operation that man has, has nothing to do with. Because God made us, and this is the way he's designed for us to get into the family. So they are weeping because they are sorrowful, they are mourning. And there are times people don't even know why they're crying. They just know that they need a change and they want change. And some are sorrowful for what they've done. But it is once you get baptized, then you have to continue to come and learn so that the things that you used to do, you don't know, no longer desire those things. And that's why we need the word. So I'm, I'm going to continue on. So when you go down in the water, the water baptism, when that person goes down in the water, it is a representation of the death when, when Jesus passed away. His spirit left the body. Because if the person who's baptizing you doesn't bring you up out of the water, you don't have any oxygen, you can die. So that's why it is representation of his death. Now, but, 
the confession and the word of God, and because God ordained Jesus to be Lord and our Savior, your past sins are remitted. And that's why Peter said, for the remission of your sins, if you don't have any water, I'm saying water baptism, when you want to become a U.S. citizen, you have to go and do the things that you are called to do in order to receive your citizenship. And it's the same thing with the word of God and getting into the family of God. So the water baptism moves away your past sins, and then because the name is applied, there's, like I said, an operation working. We don't even understand altogether what's going on, but people change. There's a change. How do we keep changing? We don't stop there. You have to keep coming. You have to keep learning, and you sit under someone so that, that word of God will start penetrating you hearing the word. Otherwise, if you go back out there without the training, we send them back out there without the training, no teaching. It's just like a baby, a child left without any milk. You don't understand what to do. That child will starve and die. Let's go on. So let's go to Revelations 1 and 5. Oh, and Jesus Christ was the faithful witness mm-hmm. and the first begotten of the dead mm-hmm. and the prince of the kings of the earth mm-hmm. unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins and his own blood. Hallelujah. So if you did believe your sins are washed away because of Jesus, here's the proof right here in the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Did you want to say something? Okay. So he says, unto and from Jesus Christ, he is the faithful witness, the first begotten of the dead. He's the prince of the kings of the earth. Unto him, because of his love, we've been washed. Mm -hmm. Our sins have been washed away in or through his blood. And you don't understand, just like unless you went to school and you understand how does that detergent that you put in the water causes the garments that you put in the washing machine, how does it clean it? You know, they have all these commercials, Tide and Cheer and Gang, all those commercials, there's, there's ingredients that are in the, in the powder or the liquid, and now they have the pods you can put in. All of those things men have studied and come up with these ways to clean the garment. But God is the one who cleans the heart and cleans the body and cleans the conscious mind so that we're not walking around feeling that guilt and shame. I'm bringing up these scriptures because these, there are certain things that happen to certain ones in the word of God. That, that just validates the need for the water baptism and the multiple operations that take place when we go down in his name. In the book of Acts, I'll read that, chapter 22. So Apostle Paul persecuted the church, but when he met a man named Jesus, he was on the road to, man, to, the, uh, road to Damascus to persecute and arrest people. He had letters. He was given permission to arrest people, 22 and 7. Now this is Paul's his own testimony of his conversion when he met Jesus Christ. He says, and I fell into the ground, and I heard a voice saying unto me, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And I answered, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you persecuted. Now, Paul had heard about Jesus, but he didn't believe in the Jesus that he heard about. He had read about the Messiah coming. He knew the word of God, but he was so blinded that he didn't profess and understand that the very one that he was persecuted was the one that he needed to save. Amen. One of the things that you think about, now, we talked about Jesus, his death is symbolic of the burial. When someone dies, do they just put, 
Do they sprinkle them? That body, if it doesn't go in the ground, or do you leave a foot up? When they dig the grave, that entire body, first of all, they don't just put a body in the ground. They put it in the coffin. The whole body mm-hmm. is placed in the coffin. You don't leave a finger sticking out, an eyeball, none of that. That burial is a total submersion or covering. Water can cause damage. It can destroy life, but it also brings forth life. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus, and because he understood what was necessary, yes, he gave us an example, and there was total submersion in the water, but that's what baptized means. It means submersion, not sprinkle. And a lot of, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of people, the teaching, what they do, and that's why I want to encourage you all, let's turn to these scriptures and see what the Word of God says. A lot of the teachings is, my grandfather taught me this way, so I just remember how he taught me, and so I'm going now, I'm called, but I'm just teaching what I was taught. But we want to teach the Word of God and rightly divide his Word. That's what Amen. we have to do. It's very, very Amen. important to do it the way Jesus said to do it. Amen. Thank you for that. Amen. Amen. That's true. So Pastor Paul said, I just read verse 8, verse 9, and they that were with me, so he had witnesses that was with him because they all were on the road to Damascus, Damascus to arrest people who believed in Christ. Verse 9, and they that were with me saw indeed the light, and they were afraid, but they did not hear the voice of him that spoke to him. So Jesus spoke specifically to Apostle Paul, and Jesus was assigned to Apostle Paul. That's another thing that really stuck out to me that we don't understand. We are assigned to certain ones, and certain ones are assigned to us. And we Amen. want to make sure before we leave earth that we reach everyone that we're assigned to. But guess what? If we're not walking in repentance, if we haven't t- fully committed and submitted to God and to his word and to those that he's given up of us, we may not get a full reward. That's a scary Amen. thing. Yeah. Because if there's one person out there you to reach, but you so focused on me, myself, and I, or or so focused on the distractions out there in the world, and you're not walking, you're not the light, and that one person that you was to minister to, if he passes away and doesn't hear the word, but you're right there, you're right next door to the person, or you're working with them, y'all doing the same job, whatever it is, he puts us places to be a light. If we miss it, Lord, help. That's Like I said, that's a scary place to be when I think about it. But let me move on. Verse 10. And I said, this is Apostle Paul's testimony, and I said, what shall I do? So he's asking the Lord Jesus. Jesus asked him, why are you persecuting me? He says, what do I do, Lord? And the Lord, listen to what the Lord says. Arise, get up. I want you to go to Damascus, but not to arrest anyone because I'm arresting you. And that was Apostle Paul. And sometimes God will arrest us and stop us because our mind is so made up, I'm going to do this, and we're going in the wrong direction. Mm. And he said, and there it shall be told of you what all things which are appointed for you to do or the things that I've called and assigned you to do. That's the other thing. We didn't make ourselves. We should get up every morning, Lord, what shall I do? That should be yeah. on your mind. Not, and I'm not picking uh, on you, yeah. but we have a man in our midst, praise God. Not, I'm a man, I'll do what I want to do. It's my prerogative. Yeah. I'm a man, I'll do what I No, there's a man over you that you need to be acknowledging to make sure. Praise God. 
That's what we need. That's the, that's the mindset that we need to have. And so verse 11, and when I could not see for the glory of that light being led by the hand of them that were with me, I came into Damascus. And then one Ananias, he's a devout man according to the law, having a good report of all the Jews which dwelt there, verse 13, came unto me and stood and said unto me, Brother Saul, receive your sight, and the same hour I looked upon him. Now look at verse 14. I'm going to keep on reading. And he said, the God of our fathers has chosen you. You've been chosen. You've been chosen, sis. Those on the line, you have been chosen that you would know his will. How could you know his will if you're not spending any time in his word? Mm. How could you know his will if you're not spending any time with him? It's impossible. He says that you would know his will and see the just one and should hear the voice of his mouth. For you shall be a witness. Are we truly a witness? We are supposed to be witnesses for the Lord. Yes. He said, be a witness unto all men of what you have seen and heard. Get up and be what? Sprinkle? Be baptized. But God had worked on his heart before all of this took place. When he met Jesus on the road, Jesus real. Jesus proved to him that he really was the one that he was persecuting. Now he's sorry. And that's what the word of God is designed to do. When you hear the word of God, it starts pricking on your heart because you didn't realize the things you were doing is actually was working against God. You believe God, but you didn't realize that you're actually fighting against him instead of working with him and with the saints in unity. And so he, he says, be baptized and wash away your sins. And what did he say? Look at, look, look at, and call on what? The name of the Lord. You can come up out of that water. You have the authority now to call on the name of the Lord. Really, before that water comes, unless you're calling on him for to have mercy, unless you're calling on him, because it does say, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But faith without works is what? Dead, so to dead. call on the Lord and not complete the process, it's an incomplete process. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. All right, so let's go to our next scripture. Romans chapter 6, verse 3 down to 6, sorry. Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Hold on, hold on. Now look what the writer here is saying he, when you see, see no you're not he's saying don't you understand that as many of us that were baptized how in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost he's very clear because those are titles those are titles right. that belong to the name but they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ were baptized how into his death the Amen. tomb the coffin mm-hmm. so it could be a sprinkling when a body passes away they don't they put, I think, formaldehyde. They put something in that body so it, so it'll last, uh, preserve it until it's time to go into the ground. But it's not a sprinkling. And he says we're baptized into his death. If you can go on and continue reading verse 4. It says, therefore, we are buried with him by baptism uh-huh. into death. Uh-huh. That like as Christ was released, I mean, excuse me, as Christ was raised up, from the dead by the glory 
of the Father. Even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. So when you are baptized, he says, look at what the writer says, because we need to break down these scriptures so we can understand. There's, this is a mm-hmm. multiple operation that's taking place when you get water baptized. So we, mm-hmm. it's talking about the church, everybody that participates in the baptism. We are buried with him by baptism into death. And then he says, like, just like Christ was, what, resurrected? Isn't today resurrected? We will be that's resurrected right. so that take you down in that water you bring it brings you back up from the tomb from the death now you're walking in the newness of life your body if you look in the mirror you may look the same but god is performing and has been performing an operation he wants to continue or complete that operation and there we have where the enemy have us stop coming and then you don't it's like having surgery the doctor opening you up and then what if you don't let them suture you and close you back up or finish the process, mm-hmm. what happens? You could pass away. That's and so he right, says, as, we, as Christ was raised, just like Jesus Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk how? In the newness of life. Newness. There's a newness. There's a newness. That's why the scripture Amen. says in 517, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? He's new creature. What happens? Old things have passed away. It, and what? Behold, all things become all new. All things have become all new. Yeah. Also, when you are buried in his name, the weight of the sin is lifted. Just like yeah. when the natural, when you wash those clothes, the dirt, the stains that are in the garment, if you use the right detergent or use detergent that's more potent, what happens? It takes the stains off. And sometimes you may, the old-fashioned way, you used to use a scrubbing board, but sometimes you'll put a little liquid on the garment and scrub it with your hands because yes. that little stain, some of those stains are more what? They're, they're more, more permanent. More permanent stains. They're stubborn. They're stubborn to get out of in the, in, in the natural soul as in the spiritual. There are things in us that when we were buried in his name, some of those things God does because the operation of burial, water baptism, is a multiple operation, but it is a miracle that takes place in the water when you come up out of the water. Some of the things drop off of us right away, and then other things are stubborn, and they want to hold on to us and not let us go. And it Amen. needs work. It needs working. And so, but the body is put to death. The weight is lifted. And once the weight is lifted, what happens? You're freer. That's why there are some who share. When I went down, I felt lighter. I felt yeah. different. Hallelujah. In my burdens are light. Hallelujah. And so yeah. the weight, the sin weighs you down. But when you're washed and cleansed, and you are free. There's a type of freedom. Mm-hmm. And so let's go on. So he says, he says, for verse 5, if you can for if we have been planted, For if we have been planted together in his likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. This is something to look forward to. Good morning. We have Romans chapter 6. She just read verse 5. Thank you so much. 
Sister Ferguson. So he, so he says, for if we have been planted together. Now, here's another example. When you plant something, do you stick it above the ground? When something no. is planted, no. you submerge it. beneath the yeah. surface. It's put mm-hmm. under the ground. And mm-hmm. God has already programmed the ground of the earth. It's fertile. And the Bible says that seed is planted, it's put in the ground, and it dies. It, you don't even know how it's happening. But it comes forth. Mm-hmm. There's another type. The seed is put in, that seed is broken up, and another plant comes out in its stead. We don't even understand that whole thing. But the same thing, because God's word, our seeds are planted in our hearts, and the way mm-hmm. he programmed this body, the way he programmed my conscious mind to be washed and activated by the word of God, by the power of the blood, by the name of Jesus Christ, the operation is taking place. It's taking place now while we're in here. It really is. And so we have to see those things. We thank God for the operation. So he says, if we are planted together in the likeness of his death, we also we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. So your confession that Jesus rose, we're going to have our own resurrection. That's Ooh, something Lord to think God. about. All Jesus. the crazy things that's going on in this life, all the things that we have to deal with, pain, suffering, sorrow, loss, yeah. hurt, harm, thievery, mind, mm. eating, all the yeah. things that we are going through, there's going to be a resurrection. The Lord is going to resurrect us from the grave or take our spirit from this body and we're going to walk in newness just like Jesus did. And if you think about it, in the resurrection, remember, he appeared to them. His body looked the same, but he was able, the Bible says that they were gathered together. They were fearful. He just walked through the doors. Right. Amen. 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 The door had no power over him. He That's walked right. through. Amen. He just appeared before them. They were on the road to Damascus, and so he could transform too because they didn't even recognize they was walking with Jesus. They said until right. they got to where they was, he opened the bread and they and handed it to him like he normally do, and they saw his hope in his hand. And the Bible right. says he vanished out of his sight. Yes, yeah. hallelujah, hallelujah. But it won't be by the devil. It won't. It's not a demonic type of force. This is the power of God. These are things that God has promised to us that we can look forward to. Whatever you're going through right now, whatever you may have to face, whatever bad news you got this morning, we have hope in Christ. Yes. If we really believe to this day that he resurrected, he rose, then we will be resurrected in the same way. And walk in newness with him. We will be together with Christ to reign with him forever. That's something to look forward to. So we want to encourage you all to hold on. Don't give up. Don't fret. He said don't be weary. Don't be weary in well-doing. Now do well. Don't do bad. Do well. Don't be weary in well-doing. Let's let's continue on. He says, says, knowing this, verse 6, I'll read that verse 6, knowing this, that our old man is what? crucified just like he died on the cross he was mm-hmm. our devil and we know these things but i don't think we're really grasping what took place our old no. man is crucified so if the old man is crucified it was pro- it died too then why are we letting him have his way mm-hmm. why are we 
still let the old man have his way. Oh. I don't know if we have enough time, but yep. the Bible says, now the works of the flesh is this, lasciviousness, adultery, fornications, lying. All of those things should have yeah. died in the water and yeah. also, like yeah. I said, there's some things that are stubborn. They don't want to let you go. But God's word is programmed to keep us free, to set us free and keep us free. Yeah, I, 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 that's why the, the I, don't, I think it was Apostle Paul. Now unto him, not me. Yeah. Now unto him who is able to keep able. you from falling. Falling. What is Amen. For falling back into sin, for falling back into your yes. own way, from falling yes. back into yes. all those tricks and yeah. traps that the devil had us in, for falling. Yes, he is able to keep us from falling. Yes, Lord. And he said to present you. Let's move on. He says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, and that the body of sin might be what? Destroyed. We don't really realize when you resist the devil, not only does he flee, but you're preserving your body because sin destroys the Mm -hmm. body. Sin is an enemy of the body. Sin Mm -hmm. is like venom. It's poisonous to our body. Especially yeah. when we get baptized and the new man is trying to reign. The new man wants more of the Lord, but you're wrestling because that old man wants that stubborn stain. He doesn't want to let you go. Right. Amen. 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 That's why we need the word of God. He says that the body of sin might be what? Destroyed. The oh. word of God is programmed to destroy the sin that wants to reign in your body. Mm-hmm. Let's go back up to verse. Um, let's go back to verse one, because Apostle Paul, yes. Thank you, thank you. That's uh, okay. Let's finish that verse. Yes, because to him, to to him who serves sin becomes a slave to sin. But it uh, it uh, it's it's a principle. It's a law. But it works the opposite. To him who serve God becomes servant to God and is no longer a slave to the master of sin, which is the devil. Right. Thanks mm. for that. Let's look, let's go up to verse one. If someone could read verse one, six and one. What shall we say then? Shall we uh-huh. continue in sin that grace may abound? Uh-uh. No, he's asking a question. He's asked uh, been buried in his name. You confess the name of Jesus. You've been mm-hmm. resurrected to the newness of life. Now he said, do you continue in sin? The grace may abound. Look at what he answers in verse 2. Certainly no not. No way, in other words. Any longer in it? Come on now. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Right. So we're not dying to self, in other words. And that's why Amen. self is reigning. And the, the Bible says to walk in the spirit and you'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. But Jesus said, my words, they're spirit. My words are life. No words, no strength, no spirit. You're going to be slave to the sin. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they want, we have to die to self. We want to die in sin, but we want to live. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. And right. I couldn't 
what you were saying to the young lady that got prayer last Sunday, but I heard First Lady and Brother Williams heard that too. Why why do we want to pray to God to to heal our bodies, but then we just go back out to sin? Go back to the same way. Yes. Right. See, we want to be right. healed. We want the pain to stop only so we can go back to, to serving the enemy? No. Mm-hmm. No. Yes, if my people who are called by my name yes. don't themselves and seek my face and pray, that's what he said, and turn from that wicked way, then you're going yeah. But 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 do we are we asking God to heal us and deliver us so that we can go back out there and do the wrong? Is people praying that COVID go away so they can go back out to the to the to the bar to the you know what I'm saying? Is that, yeah. Is that, is that yeah. confidence? Yeah. Because yeah. God knows the heart. Let's go to Colossians one thirteen and fourteen. Yeah. Lord help us. There's so much to pray for, saints. Multiple, we're talking about the water baptism has multiple operations. There's multiple reasons for this operation because we are today is Resurrection Sunday, and I'm so glad he rose. But what is taking place in us while we are waiting on our Savior to come and resurrect us from this body of death? We need to be thinking about these things. Colossians 1, 13 and 14. Mm-hmm. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of God, in whom we have re- have redemption yes, through God. His blood, yeah. the forgiveness. Of Hallelujah. So. Another another facet of water baptism in Jesus' name, you are delivered and forgiven. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. there's a translation. Before you go down in the water, you are in one man's kingdom, the enemy. But when you go down, you're buried. You're separated from that kingdom, even though it's just a quick split second. When you are raised and resurrected, you are translated into the kingdom. kingdom. You see what it says there? That's not just you said. You are translated into the kingdom of his dear son. It's just like going from a comfort to a prince. It's like going from, I don't know who's the richest person in this world. Money is not anything, but I'm just using that as comparison. It's just going from a homeless person or a bum on the street to being a Kennedy or a Rockefeller. Yeah. Translated from one kingdom he said, the power of what? Darkness. Darkness. Oh. That's, that's, that's the kingdom where warlocks live. Right. And, and sorcery and familiar spirits. That's why right. those things you couldn't let go of on your own. You had no power over them. When those spirits, because you were serving, were serving to sin, when those spirits told you to go out and commit those crimes, you did exactly what they said to do. Yeah. That is the kingdom that the Lord took you from and translated you and put you in to what? The kingdom of what? The kingdom of who? His dear what? son. The kingdom of God. The kingdom mm. of life. Yes. 
And he says, now he says, so being in the kingdom of light, you have redemption. You've been redeemed back to God because we were all caught up, cut off. We're still sons, but we were cut off from our because of our sins because God is a holy God, and no one can stand before him with sin. That's why we needed Jesus to come, who is the mediator right. between God and man, and because of Jesus, because of his blood, now we can come holy to the throne of grace to get mm-hmm. help need. And so yes. he says we have redemption through his blood, and what else? What, what else do we get? This is a benefit from, beha- from this operation that takes place when you have water baptism. Forgiveness of sins. We right, all amen. need to be forgiven for our sins. And we, are, we have sins that we will be committing in the future that we need forgiveness for. But because of the blood and because of redeeming power, because of that name, because of what he did, because of the resurrection, we have a right. You've been given a right to the tree of life. Mm-hmm. What is the tree of life? It gave you a right to do what? To live forever. I don't know if Turn we have time, but Revelations, it says that the tree of life, it bears her fruit in her season. Now think about this. What kind of tree and what kind of God? We say, it, let's right. just go there. Let's uh-huh. go there. Right. Amen. Amen. I want you all to look at this. This is a benefit that you have because you've been translated. And, and because of what Jesus did, his resurrection, his death, his burial, his, the life that he lived, we have uh-huh. all of these reports that God is going to give to us. But he, Jesus said, pray that you be accounted worthy to escape the wrath to come. But if you right. have been buried in his name and you're walking in your sins, and you constantly are walking in a sinful life or practicing sin, some say, you may miss out. You don't have to, but there's a condition here. There's a condition here. Um, Revelation 20, Thank you, Lord. Revelation 22. Now, this is John's revelation. Because the angel took him up and showed him. Look what he says in verse 1. Oh, it's almost time to end. Verse 21, 22 and 1. And he, this is John's testimony, showed me a pure river of water of life. Remember, that water baptism is a representation of you coming out of darkness, dead, zombie, into newness of life. The water of life, he says, clear as crystal. Where is it coming from? From the throne of God and of the Lamb. And look at what he says. In the midst or in the middle of the street of it, and on either side of the river was there the what? This is the same tree of life that Adam obeyed could have mm. taken up. This is the same tree. Yes. He says, he says, was there the tree of life which bare how many men of a fruit? There's 12 types of fruit that this special tree bears. How often? Every month. Come on now. If you just think about this, every month there's a fruit from this tree. Every 30 days, there's a different fruit coming from this tree. Oh, glory. And I can imagine that tree looked good and had taste good. 
why in the world would Adam eat of the other tree? You know why? Because what God says not to do is the thing that we always do. Oh. Yeah. We talk That's what self. Paul said. Jesus, did he die in vain for you? Did he die in vain for me? Mm. No, not for me. We celebrate the resurrection, yeah. but we don't want to go through and fight the good fight of faith. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. What's the real me? It is. We are programmed. You know why? Because we're not spiritually minded. The, the, the person who is not spiritual minded, they would. They're, they they will focus more on colors, outfits, going out to, yes, East Days, Bunny. All of these things have nothing to do with the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If he hadn't rose, we may not have been here today. If Jesus had rose. All have sinned and what? Falling short. We didn't measure up. The wages and pay for sin is what? If Jesus died, if he hadn't rose, if he hadn't offered his body and blood as a sacrifice on the altar for us as that lamb, then when you committed a sin, just like Adam was kicked out of the garden, he got the boot, you could have been driven away. Suppose, but because of the love, his love. Thank you, Father. And grace and his mercy. And we've been forgiven. That song, forgiven, washed in his blood. No more sleepless nights. No more wrong from right. We need to make up in our mind and be grateful for what Jesus has done for us. And really, there's an operation that has taken place. It's still taking place right now. That's right. There's an operation going on in our mind right now. Mm. It's God's operation. You don't see the blood. Mm. There's blood, but it's working mm. on the inside. That's why he said he knows our heart. Mm. He knows our heart. He knows the Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. Amen. 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 I don't know if you all have any questions. Anyone have any questions or comments? No, it's just funny you know, how you guys have said, you know, we focus on the wrong thing when it you know, Easter Resurrection Sunday. And it's funny because Anna, she's my very special child, the younger one. And this morning she woke up, she got up, I said, Anna, Easter Sunday, did Jesus rise yet? Praise <laughs> God. Yeah. No, she understood. Uh, Praise know, God. Thank you, Lord God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, so that was the first. It was almost like Thank it was you, Christmas Jesus. Day. She said, did he rise? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So we just have to put those things in our church. What we teach, what you do at home is what you produce. Yeah. You know, we like yes, to blame a lot. Yes. And things like that. But I'm contact of learning yeah. is what they get from in the home. It's true. And we are responsible. responsible. God is holding us to have train. to be responsible. Mm-hmm. In the way and accountable. Train them in the ways of the Lord, not the ways. Yes. Of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. What we do, we unfortunately, because we're so busy and doing what we want to do, we set our children in front of the TV way too much. Yes. Yes. 
spend quality time with our children and whatever vision is presented before them. If they see a young lady whose skirt is short, if they see a young lady with her hair is blue, if they see a gentleman with long dreadlocks, if they see somebody with gold in their mouth, and that's what they see on a regular basis, guess what they're going to do? Yes, they are imitating. Mm -hmm. We know whatever they hear us say, they'll try to repeat that. What they see, they will try to do that as well. And so we are to be the biggest influence. And guess what? If you don't know what you can go to the Word and you can get on your knees and pray and ask God to teach us how to train our children. That's why he gave Mm -hmm. us his spirit. And the spirit will bear witness because the spirit knows what each and every one of us need. He knows what our children need. He knows what we need personally. But we're not going to the Lord in prayer. We're not spending that quality time with the Lord ourselves. So if you don't have nothing in you, how can you give something to your seed? How can you? Amen. Jesus. Standing up. I don't know if anyone else seen it, but and her child standing in front of her. Mm-hmm. And all the words and whatever mom would do, the tongue came from the mother's mouth mm. into the back of the child's head. Wow. It came out of the child's mouth. Wow. Jesus. You know, it was so powerful. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Because it Hallelujah. let us know mm-hmm. that no matter what you say and do, Somebody is watching. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God. So what you say now, you do. They're going to imitate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times you get called and you say, not my child. Oh, yeah. Jesus. You know it. They see you, you know. So we have to be very mindful. And you will keep his commandments. So I'm glad you said that. I'm going to read this last scripture that just came to me because... We don't even realize our position and what we are called to do. And if you don't understand what you're called to do, then once again, how can you? How can you? The word will teach you. This is not against anyone, but if you wasn't sure as a mother, I'm going to go to uh, 1 Timothy Uh chapter 5, verse 14. Now, this is God's word. Now, we understand that some households, we have to go out and work, the women. But this is what God's word commands us. He says, I will, therefore, that the younger women marry, number one, bear children, and guide the house, and give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. In guiding the house, we are the most powerful influencer in the house. We have a we should have a positive, godly influence on the entire house from mm. the time we wake up in the morning. That's why we, we study the virtuous woman in chapter 30 first. She's a lady. Amen. But she's full of wisdom. And so mm. her cloth, she's using the best of things. She's cooking. She's cleaning. She's teaching her children. Yes. And the men, I'm not, I don't have time to go to that, but the women is to guide the house. The men is to be an enforcer. But him and her mm. is to work together. If they're not working together, there's already already a discord. If yep. the woman mm-hmm. and the husband work together as one, the mm. children mm. will fall in. What you need, God's word, 
so that you can even know how to train those children. Mm-hmm. Yes, Amen. yes. Uh-huh. Brother Williams, would you mind dismissing us in prayer, please? Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Father God. We come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Once huh? Thanks, my God, for this day. Yes, Father. Day, um, we call Easter the resurrection of your power, my God. But it's not just a calling, my God. It's something that's embedded in our hearts and yeah. in our minds, knowing that you are who you say you are, my God. Lord, mm-hmm. we just thank you for this day to be able to stand, to even to hear even more of your words, my God. Lord, yes, we just Father. To continue to uh, to lead us down the path mm-hmm. in knowing and continue to learn your word, more of you, standing before us, my God. Again, the power of your word as well, my God. So we ask you, Lord Jesus, to bless the man of God or even the woman of God, just all of us, to be able to uh, bring forth a word to to uh, to continue for others to hear, my God, and maybe they would take something back to learn more of you. Lord, we ask you to bless the meals that's being prepared. Lord, we just thank you for the Sunday school. Yes, anywhere. yes. Lord, bless those who's in route, uh-huh. even those that's not in route, my God. Lord, just ask you to keep your covering yes. on all of your people, my God. Lord, we just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Happy Easter, everybody.